How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, baby. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon and happy Football Friday. (laughs) That was Danny Morang doing his uh, Football Friday monkey noise. I'm Dusty Hare. We're with you. Let's party. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Gar. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Uh, does that make you, uh, producer Jeff Rust, uh, the the guy with the long hair in Wayne's World? Sure. Who pukes and <laughs> we throw him in? We throw him in the back of of Garth the Garth Mobile. Let, let's go with maybe Ed O'Neill, who you yeah. know the crazy owner of the donut shop. <laughs> nope, he doesn't work on on the crew of Darn Wayne's it. World. He doesn't. Okay. Work. So you you definitely are the drunk guy in the back of the Garth Mobile. If you're going to spew, spew into, into this. this. I can't even be like the, the other <laughs> Deloise brother. No, I don't no. want, no, no. And I think we all know you by now, Rust. <laughs> if you are going to be one person on that crew, it's the puke guy. Oh, no, it's Tom Hanks doing the sound check. Check, one, two, sibilance, sibilance. Sibilance, sibilance. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Uh, Wayne's World, what a great movie. My God. It's such a good, it's such a good movie. Oh, I like yes. Wayne's World too, as she well. will be mine. Yeah. She will be mine. You have Rob Lowe playing the bad guy, which is like the first time we saw oh. Rob Lowe actually like lean into the fact that he is so good looking, it, he should be playing a douche. You know, he he did, played that so well in Parks and Rec, but in the nice version of basically his character in Wayne's World. Like it, it, it was that movie yeah. is great. You have a little bit of everything just sprinkled all in there, and it it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. Uh, Alice Cooper. We're not worthy. We're scum. We suck. So many great parts of Wayne's World. Milwaukee. Ilgonquin for the oh, Goodland. God, Alice Cooper making that appearance was just perfect. Yeah, it is. The, the body cavity searches, it's, it's awesome. I don't even own a gun, let alone <laughs> enough to necessitate owning a gun rack. Wayne, I still send that to friends like uh, the... <laughs> The girlfriend with the neck brace riding yeah. her bike. Go <laughs> Lara Flynn Boyle. Oh, so good. God, is that really her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My goodness. Yep. I need, I need to go for a Wayne's World rewatch. What an appropriate uh, transition to Happy uh, National Appreciation, Appreciated Ginger Day. Is it? Yeah, she was a ginger oh. in that. That's, it, is, it is today. Oh, my God. She was, wasn't she? Yeah. I think you need to have a refresher yeah, on no, Wayne's I, World. Dude, I have not watched it in a long time. I watched, I've probably seen it 20 times, but it has been probably 20 years since uh, I've seen it. Yeah, I still go back to, I, and it, it, it's really weird how you take things from movies and then you like apply them in your, your real life, even mm-hmm. though like you know it's super fake and won't, won't happen. But I remember even being at like a Jiffy Lube. I would always, like, where you have to, like, park on thing and then you get out of the car, and I would always just beeline right for that waiting room as a kid because I didn't want to be, you know, pick up, like, the the, the gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Garth just goes right down the side of a car, <laughs> screws it up <laughs> as Wayne is doing the seesaw. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Simons and I used to have one on Outsiders anytime they played the box. We'd do the Milwaukee. 
and Joe would quite literally lean into the stoic-faced Alice Cooper breakdown of it, and he was brilliant at it. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I could never get away with it. Oh, man. All right. Well. So now i got to go watch it again. Yeah, you know we, what? My, we do. My wife hasn't watched a lot of movies because she grew up without, like, her parents didn't really have TV. Like they, they Wait, that means it's your responsibility huh? to teach her. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I'm, that's what I'm going with. So they had a TV, but, like, they... Well, like, can we just really quickly appreciate that Jeff Russ got mad <laughs> that your wife did not watch enough television as a kid yeah. and he he yeah. he was there was some sternness yes. with it, it your is responsibility. your responsibility. Yeah. I mean we talked about Holy smoke smoky bear in there yeah. only you can prevent wildfires. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure smoky. Yeah, only you can prevent television illiteracy. <laughs> but she like she hadn't seen Top Gun. I bet you she probably hasn't seen Wayne's World. There's probably a pretty strong chance she hasn't. That's not yeah. just a travesty. That's like a Travis Shaw mockery. Yeah. So her her family, uh, not poor by any means. They just did other stuff. Like they both. Well, it's probably why they're not poor is because they yes. were they were <laughs> both doing both other things <laughs> instead of being glued in yes. front of the Muppet Show. Both of her parents have degrees in art. To give you uh, an idea. Well, TV's art. Yeah. Sure. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um. But they they did like they created things. Oh. So. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That was a thing. All right. Well. That's awesome. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna text her. I'm yeah, gonna ask you her. Need to have find you out seen she, Wayne's World? Yeah, you need to find out if she's seen Wayne's World because there is a whole host of movies that I got very upset, irrationally upset that my wife had not seen before. Oh, what like Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> the anger's yeah. still there, Dusty. <laughs> I know. Again, God bless America. You need to calm yourself on this one because I've tried. It's not that I haven't tried. I've seen a lot of parts. And you know what? Not for me. And that that's okay. If it's not for her, I don't know. You I know don't what? Think, that's okay. I don't think Russ thinks it's okay. But I got irrationally mad that my wife hadn't even attempted or had even heard of such cinematic masterpieces like Roadhouse. Oh. Right? That was like when the boss Kim was in here the other day and I was wearing my double do shirt. She said, you know, that would make a great name for a bar. Great yeah. name for a bar. <laughs> It was just crickets. My wife replied with yes with multiple periods okay. and then multiple times. See? Good. Okay. See, that? that's good. At least she's seen Wayne's World. Yeah. She's she's not completely re- How do you feel about that, Rust? Are you going to still be angry today? We ain't found s***. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if she's seen Spaceballs, though. <laughs> it's now, here's one. my thing. I, I think I've said, I think I've told you this, but I love Spaceballs. Well, everybody loves Spaceballs. Yeah. That's just universal. Star, Star, Star Wars, Wars, no. No, that's how I know, like, basically what Star Wars is. Is, is because, Spaceballs. Yeah, like, Rust said something about Jabba the Hutt the other day. Oh, we were in here for uh, Duck's pregame, and he said there's, like, a sign on College Game Day. He goes, that's a Star Wars reference. It had Jabba the Hutt, and I go, yeah, I know, Pizza the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how I get my, uh, like Yoda. May the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, you're not. You're not wrong. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> yeah, God. the sequel, Spaceballs, the sequel. That's how you get the money. Yeah. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> so yeah, I get. Look, that's how I have most of my Star Wars knowledge is uh, through through that, and you know. I don't know, catching enough of it in between my naps that I'm taking <laughs> while it's on. There we go. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, we'll have more of Jeff Rust yelling at you for uh, maybe television or cinematic. That's a new segment coming up. It, Jeff yeah. Rust yells at you. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> no, you're not. No, we I'm kind of stuck here for the next few hours. We got to stay on the air, bro. Yeah. Um, I did see this yesterday. We had uh, the Family Ties and Family Matters. Ooh, did we put up a poll on that? Which one? Which family show was better, Family Ties or Family Matters? I uh, think we did. No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. No. Oh, I thought we were going to get that one up yesterday. I, I could get it up. Uh, say that again. I will not. <laughs> no, say that one more time. Nope. Rust, you got to make sure. You gotta, I am you gotta, on you gotta, it. <laughs> you have to try to grab that one, see if that's clean. Um, <laughs> which what I just said would be paired very nicely with what he just said. But today I saw this one uh, posted. 
60 years ago today, the Jetsons premiered. Hanna-Barbera. That's hard to believe. And we still don't have flying cars, damn it. Well, here, how about this? In the Jetsons, 60 years ago, they predicted video calls, flat-screen TVs, uh, smartwatches, tanning beds, food printing, which is actually, we're just coming around to that one, uh, home treadmills, space tourism. (laughs) Those are all, like, those are seven big ones that they got. Also, uh, what's uh, Rosie? The, yeah, the maid. Yeah, Rosie she's, the maid. She's basically a, a giant Roomba. Uh, well, it says here personal assistants, uh, but I'll go with robotic personal assistants because yeah. those are coming. No, I mean they already are. The Amazon Echoes and Dots and all that kind of stuff. So, but how about that from from sixty years ago? We all complain that we do not have the flying cars yet. Boy, they got a lot right though. I mean, they got a lot right. Not too bad. You know what's really funny is when we talk about like the futurist type stuff. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Back to the Future 2, when they go into the future, he yeah. grabs a paper almanac. Yeah. Like, of all the things that could have been futuristic, he didn't have, like, a tablet or, like, some digital readout. He's like, no, he got the rolled up. Do you know where you can get a brand new paper almanac about sports? Yeah, I get Phil Steele's magazine every year. <laughs> oh, I have like, it in my you backpack. You are literally that person. I, I literally have one in my backpack right now. <laughs> I have a I get Phil I get the paperback version so I can flip through it and I can find it and I have it in my hands and every year. I asked year. you about this. I'm like, I have why it. don't you get the digital copy? And you're like, I like the paper. I do because I find things faster with it. I don't know. It's just it's it's my old fuddy duddy ways. Apparently, I Dusty is I like the paper the one. Jetsons. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, it's fine. I like having that. It's great, and it's also like twenty pounds. So. Nice little weight workout anytime I put my backpack on. <laughs> Have it right there. Guess what? When your internet goes down, good luck getting I've Phil Steele stuff. I've got, it, I've got it downloaded to my phone. Well, when your uh, phone crashes, I don't know what you just did, but um, when your phone crashes, then good luck finding it. I'll, I'll be able to build a fire if I ever get lost in the woods with my Phil Steele, and you can't do that with yours. So, Boom. I found one thing that I can do with it. Boom. Roasted. Set it on fire. Stuff's going off over here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? It wasn't, it wasn't my phone. It's on silent. I guess it could have been my laptop. I don't know. It was obviously something over the, on that weird. side of the table. I thought, I thought it was Rust pushing something. <sighs> All no, right. Don't think it was me. Okay. I'm blaming you. Um, texture pointing out that the sports almanac was from an antique store as well. Oh, was it? Okay. Because it was the 19... 19- you know, it was like from 1963 oh, from, yeah, to right. 2000, whatever, uh, Almanac. That's so, what they got around be, being lazy. Yeah, there we go. Um, all right, let's do this. 503-250-1080 is a fan tech sign. Look, it is football Friday. We got a lot of football that we need to get to. We're going to dive into uh, Ducks heading up to the Palouse to take on the Washington State Cougars. We will also, with, oh, Dan Lanning unveiling the new mantra. For Oregon football. I do love it. Right here on the fan. He did it on Duck Insider. I love it, too. I, I like it. I, I like, I'm not a, really a mantra guy. but Eggs and whooping ass yeah. is, is, pretty co- is a pretty good Wake one. Wake up, eat eggs, whoop ass. Eggs, yeah, breakfast, eat, and go whoop ass. Yeah, yeah. See, this is, if, if Rowdy Rowdy Piper was still alive, R.I.P., one of the greats, mm-hmm. he was local. Like, yeah. you could, he, Wrestling legend. He, yes, and he, was from, he lived in Reedville, for goodness mm-hmm. sakes. He would be he would be a guy that you would want to have come down and do like a, a video for that or you know do cut a promo no, 100%. on the field before the game where he's talking about eating eggs, having breakfast and whooping ass yeah. because he is quite literally the personification of Well no, I came here to do two things. Yeah. Chew bubblegum and kick some ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. He literally said that line, so this is the perfect guy to do it. Um, but R.I.P. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. I like it. Oh, man. Not Legend. that he's dead, that, but the promo. You, no, I think Danny just said it. He likes that Rowdy's yeah. dead. <clears throat> he really he dug it. into those heel days, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the heel days were the best of, of Piper. He used to – did you guys oh, watch 100%. the uh, the A&E 
the biography yeah. on him where they those are awesome when they're diving in all yeah, those every wrestlers. time they do one of those things it's awesome but he, he they had him and he was like he he really like in he he would really get into character like a character it. actor yeah no full on method i'm going to go full method on it i but mean he, to be fair the best ones do yeah, because you got to sell it. Yeah, I mean, The Undertaker has kind of like lived that persona for most of his life. Which, by the way, I hear he's a really nice guy. Which, I mean, that would track. You'd look that evil and be that nice. Well, Paul Bearer, Paul Bearer uh, was a nice guy, too. That guy may have given me, like, he, Paul Bearer maybe was the one person that gave me the creepy heebie-jeebies at the youngest of ages. Like, that may be like the first person where I was like, uh-oh, uh Nope, don't like this. Nope, not at all. Okay, that's that's an interesting one. No, he like he is scorched into my brain, brain watching like, wrestling. Like, no. Be like, nope, no, do, do not want. No, no, like there was, like he, I even saw like, well, because I saw Paul Bearer before I was I saw Silence of the Lambs, mm. but even like Silence of the Lambs, like Hannibal Lecter, which may say something about me. Yeah, yeah there you go. Did not creep me out as much as Paul Bearer did. We're we're up against it, but I just want to say, have you watched the Dahmer show yet? No, what's that on? It's uh, Netflix. It's Netflix. It's like Netflix. Ten part Dahmer. Ugh. It, it, you want to take Talk a shower? About creepers. You want to take a shower when you're done? All right, I'll watch it. It's good, but you want to take a shower when you're done? I'll take a shower. Yep. All right. Uh, we got a lot. Of, I don't know how we got into that. Oh, eggs and whooping ass. Yeah, there we go. That'll get you right into wrestling. Well, real get you right quick. into serial killing. Yeah, and serial killing. <laughs> serial <laughs> killers. They like eggs too. Mm. Not that kind of cereal. Oh, oh. Not that kind of cereal. Nope. Nope. Different kind. All right. Uh, let's get into football. How much separation will we see on Saturday in the Pac-12? Danny Dusty on the fan. I could get love. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Grab that one, see if that's clean. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Thank you for grabbing that, Russ. Yeah, no problem. 
Okay. Yep. Gonna be a feisty Jeff Russ today, folks. <laughs> feisty Jeff Russ today. Uh, and I wouldn't want it any other way, Rust. Wouldn't want it any other way. Okay. This is a great weekend in the Pac-12. You got six games across the Pac-12 slate, all of them conference games, as uh, this is one of the benefits of having a nine-game conference slate, uh, as opposed to the eight, is that you start league play a little bit earlier, huh? Let's go. Right into it, man. It's uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we've we've kind of prefaced and wrapped and discussed and danced around all of the things that have framed this this season from Pac-12 Media Day until now, and now the rubber meets the road. And I, I really am looking forward to all of these games. Um, and we'll we'll dive into the rest of the pack as a whole. But if you look at the two uh, games with the the local schools, Oregon and Oregon State, um, we have a little bit of a like a, it's like a separation Saturday in the in the Pac-12, where these games mean so dang much uh, because one, you have there's only four games in college football this week that have undefeated teams in it. Mm-hmm. in the Power Five conferences, four. Uh, and one of them is here in the Pac-12 where you have undefeated SC, the seventh-ranked team in the country, taking on undefeated Oregon State uh, in Research Stadium. Mm-hmm. And two teams that have different aspirations, right, and different goals where, look, at this point in the year, USC, is, their goal's got to be making the college football playoff. As it sits right now, USC's goal is, in talking to people around the program, uh, heading into the season, the goal was was basically nine wins. That yes, was, that was the goal. That, that would have been good. And it has it has since shifted. It has mm-hmm. since shifted to ten, eleven, winning the conference and eyes shifting towards the playoff. Yeah. And now with Oregon State, though, the goal is finish near the top of the conference. Right? Divisions are out in the Pac-12, which I think is great when you have weekends like this where you have. Oregon State in a crossover yep. with the South Division foe, or formerly South Division foe, in that if you lose a conference game in your division, it is not the end of the world, right? But when you win those crossover games, they mean a heck of a lot more moving forward because then you're talking your head-to-heads actually will matter against a team like a USC. And that kind of brings me to like with Oregon and Washington State as well. You had, at the beginning of the year, two completely different sets of expectations and goals. It's very similar between Washington State and Oregon State Mm -hmm. in that their bar wasn't to finish in the basement of the Pac-12, right? That's not where their expectation was, but how far up can you climb, right? Yep, and I think Washington State, I think, was in a little bit of a different spot because we didn't really know truly who or what they were going to be, what their identity was. Oregon State with Jonathan Smith being a little bit more established and – having recruiting classes that made a little bit more sense, and mm-hmm. there was a little bit more of a framework. Washington State was, we think, we think this is what they're going to be, and now they've actually kind of blown past those expectations, not only on the field, but what the framework of the of the program is. Yeah. Meanwhile, Oregon is still looking to be a college football playoff team, because let's be honest, if they win out... Mm. I don't think people are going to forget 49 to three. If they win out, if they win out, I don't think the people are going to forget forty nine. Even if they get three. done in the conference championship game, mm, I don't think people are going to forget yeah. forty nine to three. But this is where I mean, forty nine to three is a. I mean, that is a Grand Canyon yeah. gap that we saw in Week One, and you know, if Georgia continues to do that to everybody, then maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe. But, I, I mean, that is, is. that's going to be a tough one to erase for any, anyone. I think it goes without saying that with Oregon State and Washington State, a win is monumental for these programs, right? It is huge for them to stick that, that flag in the ground and say, all right, you know, we are not going to be a team that is going to be, hey, cute little team, upper middle pack of the Pac-12. It is a we are going to have a say in how this whole conference shakes out with a win this week because and or getting these early in the year, I mean these are these are great games to have and football's a, a war of attrition and you lose guys throughout and it's which team is standing at the end of the year and a lot can change over the course of this year. But a win for either one of them is a massive statement. But if the, if either one of those teams keeps these these games like close, we're at a one possession game coming down to the end. If Oregon you, State finds a way to cover 
that's got to be seen. As, and anybody who knows me, who's followed me for any period of time, knows this. I hate moral victories. I don't believe in them in most sports. In football, Dusty, more exi- moral victories mm. exist. I think Oregon State should expect to win, though. Really? Yes. Okay. You're at home. You are at home, and you have played the spoiler so many times before, right? You've played the sport the last four times that SC has been ranked in the top ten and they've come to Research Stadium. They've lost three of them, right? The last time USC came to Reeser, I think, in the Beavs won, that USC team was ranked 20th, I believe. And, yes. and the Beavs spoiled that one as well. They've done this before. Like, there are certain teams that you get up for, and USC is one of them with Oregon State. They play USC tougher than they play than they play their other rival, Oregon. They, you're right in that vein. I, my, my bias is going to come through here. I am afraid of this game for USC. I genuinely am. But I don't think Oregon State's expectation should be to win. Boy. I, I, I believe that the talent that USC brought in, the expectation should be that you should, if you're Oregon, if you're Oregon State, you're preaching to your guys that you, you gotta should win. You got to play perfect to win this game. And that's the thing is like you look the perfect. The talent that USC has on the offensive side of the ball is it is one of the best offenses if not the best offense in the country. Mm-hmm. And if you get behind to that team, you're cooked. Because they don't turn the ball over. They're actually one of five teams in the country that has not had a turnover all season long. Which means Caleb Williams is going to throw three picks and Travis Dye is going to turn yeah. into the Oregon Duck Travis Dye and fumble it twice. They have uh, a plus 10 turnover margin, USC does, which far and away leads, leads the country. Yes. Um, because they're, committee, or they're forcing over three turnovers a game and they have not coughed it up once. They are taking very, very good care of the rock. I will say... The style of play that Oregon State plays with, though, is what Lincoln Riley's system has struggled mightily with every year he was at Oklahoma, right? Whether it's Kansas State, Baylor, or Oklahoma State. And Grinch, on the defensive side of the ball, the defensive coordinator, this is something that he has struggled with. Ball control, Mm -hmm. keep the defense out on the field, and run the football effectively. And then on defense, you have to have a nail secondary. The one question that I have is, can Oregon State get to the quarterback enough and be disruptive enough in the middle of the offensive line? Because that is huge. Yes. And that's what oh, those three schools that, that knocked off Oklahoma, and I mean, really, it's a very short list of schools that knocked off Oklahoma with, with Lincoln Riley, mm-hmm. but those three schools being disruptors in the yep. middle and then having offenses that kept the ball out of, out of Oklahoma's offense, that's what, that's what beat them. And that's why Oregon State, you sit there and you say, that should be their expectation. That's why everybody's betting on, on the Beavs because you look at the trends and you say, all right, what teams fit the profile of an Oklahoma beater in the Pac-12? 100%. Right? And, and Oregon State does fit that, that mold and fits that um, profile of a team that has given Lincoln Riley issues in the past. Yeah, and if, it's not a secret. This this Oof. USC team has struggled getting gashed on the run, whether it's between the tackles or on the edges, yeah. whether it's zone, whether it's inside. It does not matter. They have struggled. They do not have the guys on the front that they need to get down. Now, do they have a pass rush? Yes. Contrary to popular belief, uh, they have one of the best and most effective pass rushers in the country right now. They're first in the country in sacks, and they're number one in turnovers. So what do they rely on? They rely on you making mistakes – and then capitalizing on it. They are, this, this, it, it's not quite when we had, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what was his name from uh, uh, The Athletic on? The, uh, Antonio Morales. Antonio Morales. I asked him, you know, are we getting back more to the Pete era, the Pete Carroll era of how they got about things? And it wasn't just this dynastic offense. It was a defense that turned you over. Yep. And that's what they thrived on. That defense, that, that was a bend, don't break, but it was a big risk, big reward defense. They had sacks that put you behind the chains regularly, and when you went deep, they sat on it and they turned you over, and they either turned it into a pick six or a strip sack or a fumble and grab and go, and then they put you under even more pressure because now the field position game is in their hands. Now they're scoring too. And this defense is not on that level, but it's follow it's following the same blueprint. The difference being they can be run on very easily. Very easily. We'll dive in more to this uh, game as as we go on. 
But for Washington State, for Washington State, I wonder if if they would take a moral victory in this game because the way that the Cougs are playing right now, like Oregon isn't invincible by any stretch of the imagination. By no stretch of the imagination. I think offensively they're limited enough that... And I don't don't think, you know, and this is a a really interesting one too, I don't think the B fans would either. I don't think the B fans are going to take the, if the game is close, hey... We gave it a good. We gave it a good effort. I, I think Jonathan. I think if it was last year, even mm-hmm. or the year before, I think it would be. Oh no 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 no! Like they, 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 no, we kept we kept it close. They're the juggernaut. They're playing awesome. Hey, we gave it our try. Yeah, I think I think both of these programs. I don't think the Cougs have it in them to just be like, hey, moral victories are what the Cougs lived on for, for years. <laughs> They've been feasting on those things for years. I wonder if either one of these fan bases would would even acknowledge yeah well we kept it close cuz i think coogs with their because in both these programs have recent success mm-hmm. against each of them Oregon and USC for me what's going to be interesting is we've talked about measuring sticks now yes. we have the in conference measuring stick if Oregon state keeps it close with USC there's a real evaluation period uh, of is USC regardless of who wins which which version of this like how good is this team really if, if USC goes out there and absolutely houses Oregon State, you're sitting there going, oh, they're for real. On the flip side with Oregon and Washington State, if Washington State keeps it close, I don't think it's an indictment of Oregon. I think it looks like you look at Washington State and go, oh, that defense is for real. Yep. And I think if Oregon goes out there and beats the ever hell out of Washington State like they did BYU, then you start going, okay, this is a week one, maybe not a fluke, but maybe it was a bad barometer of just where Oregon sits. Yes. Absolutely. 503-250-1080. Love to hear from you. We're going to dive deep into Oregon, Washington State, USC, and Oregon State a little bit uh, later in the show. But um, we learned a lot more, but still are in the dark about, geez, a ton of issues with the suspension of Portland's own, Ime Udoka. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into what Brad Stevens and uh, a co-owner of the Celtics had to say in their press conference. Danny Dusty on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. I'm brought to you by the RCF. On 1080 The Fan. Wait, are you considering this Yacht Rock? Russ? I make the decisions around here. <laughs> Wyatt Peasant? I'm 
sorry. I didn't. I didn't think that I was like uh, gonna offend you by this, but I just. I, yeah. I wouldn't think of this as yacht rock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not my. It's not my yacht though. It's your yacht. Yacht rock Friday is my world. You guys are just along for the ride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess so, man. I guess so. I, I'm here for it. Besides, who's ever got a beef with a little Ario Speedwagon, huh? I'm not saying that. But... <laughs> What is it? Is it uh, The Simpsons where Homer's in the front row of the REO Speedwagon concert? Just screaming his shirt off. And people are looking at him like, what the hell are you doing, man? Well, that was one of my Hope movies. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we found out a little bit more about the Ime Yudoka uh, situation in Boston. The Celtics have suspended him for a year. Mm-hmm. That's a fact, Jack. There was a press conference this morning, for those that aren't aware, where the Celtics owner and general manager, Brad Stevens, yeah. uh, were both present and gave somewhat of a comment. Yeah, wait, hold on. Uh, did you ever find out how to pronounce Wicks uh, Grousebeck? Grousebeck. Grousebeck? I've heard Grousebeck. Grousebeck? Wick Grousebeck. Um, he's the co-governor of the Boston Celtics. Yes. He's the face. He's the face. Um, and he, he actually acknowledged, he said, this is very like unfamiliar to me. And I I feel constrained because Mm -hmm. he likes to kind of shoot from the hip and speak freely. He had to do a lot of legalese. And he said, anything that you are going to hear is going to be from this piece of paper. And if you saw this piece of paper, it's not like you're going to be getting anything, uh, all that great. And he's like, I'm just going to warn you about that right now. Mm -hmm. And so he gave a rundown and was very vague about it. Uh, and if you listen to what Wick had to say, it was there. It, this was not, not an isolated. This was not an isolated incident. Uh, this came after a months-long investigation where they hired an outside firm to investigate the ongoings of the behavior of Ime Udoka, mm-hmm. and their recommendation was to suspend him for an entire year. And now you're looking at, uh oh. <laughs> What is happening here? Now, with all of that said, they didn't give us any details. No. But it sounds like it was a pattern of behavior yes. from Ime Yudoka. And when you hear that, it is it doesn't sound like it was just a consensual r- relationship with just one member of the Celtics faculty mm-hmm. or, I don't know, organization in the orbit yes. around the organization. Okay. So that they didn't give us really much of anything. It sounds like they're covering their butts because a lawsuit is either here or it is or coming pending. very, very soon. Yeah, there, there, there's a reason why when this news originally came out, I framed this as they are not going to take their NBA Finals coach in his first year and look to railroad him. Yeah. And that's why I said yesterday, if it is just a relationship that is consensual, you don't suspend the guy at all. No. Right? So there, there very clearly is more to this. Um, I think a a, a very if it, it, a lot of this stuff is reading tea leaves when you're talking about the the public information that's out there. Ime Udoka's statement was basically, "My bad, I screwed up. I accept the punishment." It was the anti Robert Sarver. Uh huh. <clears throat> it was as about as contrite as you can be in the public space nowadays. Mm-hmm. Which good for him. We, yeah. Hey, he accepted blame. Fully, and he, I'm not going to give him a round of applause no. for that. I'm just no, stating the obvious. He accepted responsibility without qualification. There was no yeah buts. Yeah. So I guess good on him in that frame. So I'm does like, that mean he is not a man of faith? Yeah, we I thought we you had to establish yeah, that yeah, as the ground rules. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't know. That's up in the air. We're still waiting. We're still we're still waiting. I, I've heard so much behind the scenes about this. I don't know which way is up, and. It's going to be interesting to see what shakes out of this. The discussion around the NBA right now is most people believe that he is done. Not just with the Celtics, but in general. And it will be a very long time before he ever gets a head seat again. Uh Well, he just needs to obviously go to the Urban Meyer school of... Disappear for long enough. Of getting second, fourth, ninth chances. Yeah. That's what, really what it comes down to is you, you, you disappear long enough and you know somebody in power, and if you're okay on TV, there you go. Man. Realistically. But, uh, yeah, this is 
I mean, it's so crazy that as bad as the Suns are and everything that is going on with Robert Sarver that you have the last two finals participants, the last two finals losers in the Suns and Celtics are the worst vibes in the NBA right now. No. It's crazy. Like, you, you think about that, and then you think about another title contender in the Nets. They're right there, and another what could have been a title contender in the Lakers are right behind them. Those are the four worst vibes in the NBA right now. The really interesting part about all of this that I, I just don't, I'm, I'm still waiting to connect dots on, and, and I guess we'll hear more out of this, is that Will Hardy was the lead assistant with the Boston Celtics. He is now the head coach of the Utah Jazz, right? I would imagine he knew a little bit. Well, this is what I, I'm wondering about, is why would they allow him to leave if they knew that this months, months-long investigation was heading down this road and, and ultimately going to end up where we're at right now. Like, they they knew that they were going to have to suspend him, right? Or fire him. Or fire him. And if you know that, it, you sitting there at Will Hardy going, if you're Brad Stevens going, man, you know what's going on here. And apparently this has been something that it's been brewing, it's been for, brewing for a long time. Yes. You know what's going on here. You know that this isn't going to end well. Hey, you're going to be the guy that's going to take over. And yet he left. Typically, you don't stop personnel from upward mobility in the NBA. Almost never. Uh, A perfect example, if you look at the Blazers, bringing in uh, their two assistant GMs, uh, Andre Patterson and uh, uh, Sergi, both guys were, were... upward mobility and, mm-hmm. and they've talked about uh andre patterson in particular came from the cleveland cavaliers in the middle of the season and normally they would say hell no you're not getting my guy in the middle of the season but because it was an upward spot and they have a good relationship it came this way as that pertains to hardy he was being looked at as a full-time head coach and even if it it would behoove the celtics to keep him they're not necessarily looking at hardy full-time just yet. well i get that part but you know that this is this is not going to end well. I this, mean, you know it just as well as I do that he's the good. Boston Celtics and Ime Udoka, it, it will not end no. with him being the coach of the Celtics he's after done. this year. No, he's done. He's going to serve his one-year suspension. He's hoping that this whole thing kind of goes away, the dust settles. And, and it's not. He's able to you know, waltz his way back into the NBA. And I just don't uh, – like Alex, uh, a la Alex Cora, right? Boston Red Sox yes. manager. Hey, you're going to have to go away for a year, and then you're going to have to come back. A.J. Hinch, manager of the Houston Astros, you're going to have to go away for a year, then you can come back and be the Tigers manager, right? Like, like you're, you're hoping that that is what's the, what the case is. It doesn't sound like that is going to be no. the case with Ime Udoka. No, it doesn't right now. And the reason I say th- this is where the Celtics probably did Hardy a solid was that they knew that this was going to be a situation that's not favorable or, or necessarily fair to him. And so they mm-hmm. let him pursue a head coaching job with – the Utah Jazz, obviously where brain, former brain trust Danny Ainge is at. So that was a doing him a solid, at least in, in my opinion. You know what? Somebody apologized that you never hear apologize in all of this, though. Who's that? Uh, we'll let you know on the other side of the break because he went all in in a staunch defense of Ime Udoka, and boy, the backpedal was tremendous. No, I'm not talking about screaming A. Smith. Mm. Danny Dusty on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Okay, somebody that does not uh, call takebacks, including on the video of him trying to deke one Kobe Bryant, Kobe Mm. Bean Bryant is Matt Barnes. Remember the video of uh, Matt Barnes where he fakes the inbound pass and Kobe doesn't even move? Not a blink. And uh, Matt Barnes is like, no, 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 no. It wasn't that Kobe wasn't afraid of me. It was that the ball was to the side, of his, side of his head. Yeah, which is still close enough to where Kobe 
should have moved and could have moved, but he did not fear when Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes uh, says a lot of things and just does not care to retract them or backtrack on them. Except for a video that he had defending Ime Udoka, to which he then posted, after deleting his original defense of Ime Udoka, posted this video of him driving in his car. Seems very unsafe. They won't come out and say it. And since I'm a part of the media now, and I try not to be like everyone else, uh, I try to, you know, report and talk with facts and, and, and honesty. And I clearly have to say, last night, uh, without knowing all the facts, I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense. And after finding out the facts after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep. It's messy. It's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought. And that's why I erased what I said. Uh, Some things happened that I can't condone, I can't back. And it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I raced in my post last night, because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and it was deep. So, man, praying for everybody involved. Um, you know, hope everyone gets through this. And I saw a lot of blogs picked up what I said, even though it was only on my page for like two minutes. So hopefully they pick this up too. Um, for me being wrong and, and jumping out there without the facts. So that's where I'm going to leave it. God bless. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and this is the thing about this story is that it 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 is deeper and deeper as you yeah. start peeling back the layers. As you and I have, have, have talked about, there's, there's more to this. And whether or not it becomes public, I I don't really care. Because it probably shouldn't, all of the parts of it. Mm-hmm. Some of it will because of, of legalese that will come around. But, yeah, this was never – and I don't, I, I don't know how anybody could possibly run to the defense of anybody in this situation without, number one, not knowing what's going on. Well, it, yes. And, number two, not looking at the situation from just a – functional brain standpoint, like just mm-hmm. working through, you know what? That Celtics organization that just went to the NBA finals, you know what they really want to do right now? They want to tank their head coach. Like just on that alone, you should have been like, I should probably shut up. And, and this is why we had the whole conversation yesterday. It was surrounding around like, all right, it doesn't make sense to get a year long suspension for a consensual you know, sexual relationship with, with somebody happens. in the organization. It happens a lot. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, if this is just the case and this is it, yesterday I was like, there's going to be a lot of people throwing stones that are living in glass houses yes. in that Celtics organization alone, right? But this is why our conversation yesterday was more surrounded about around the reporting of it. Mm-hmm. And in this thirst to be first is one thing that has, again, unfairly painted s- several people in a negative light, like Allison Feaster in particular. Allison Feaster is one who the the Celtics organization, uh, Mark Spears had to come out, the Boston Globe had to come out and and say it's not her. And Brad Stevens, for goodness sakes, he cussed during this press conference, which is live on television, and he called it BS. Yes, and he said the whole thing, and it it was like whoa. And he was you could tell he was kind of fighting back tears because these are people that he that work for him who were very clearly bothered, distressed, mm-hmm. uh, emotional, however you want to phrase it, and rightfully so. Their lives are being upturned, and they've got to go home and explain to their significant others, no, don't pay attention to what's happening on social media. I wasn't messing around on you. Mm. Like, Think about that for a second. You've got people all of a sudden all mm. up in your IG, your, your Twitter, your TikTok or whatever, blowing up your DMs, blowing up your significant other's DMs, blowing up your employer, implicating that you had a, a uh, bout of infidelity with a coach of your organization. Yikes. All because you have boobs? That's yeah. wild. And you're attractive. Like that, that's, that should never, ever, ever be the case. Yeah, and part of this in the not letting it unfold on its own in a rushing to be first is that 
a lot of people unfairly were painted in it because, look, people want to know the facts and want to get to the bottom of the facts, mm-hmm. and it just didn't – it didn't allow – the reporting didn't allow for that to happen. No. and Because it is going to be something that will come out publicly who all was involved. Yes, that part of it will come out. Um, and I, and I want to highlight this because this is something you and I have talked about on and off really for the last couple of months as it pertains to the reporting. Now, I'm – significantly more plugged in in the NBA world than in uh, any other sport. Yep. And this is something that has driven me crazy for the entirety of time that I've covered the NBA, which is running up on 10 years, is the protection of assets. Adrian Wojnarowski was the first to break the news, but he didn't actually break any news. Mm -mm. And this is a problem because Woj is represented by CAA one of the largest sports agencies or agencies in the world. And they are dominant at ESPN. They rec- they, they represent almost every single prominent face at that network. Guess who represents Ime Udoka? I'm going to guess CAA. Yeah. And that is a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. And that's why that report was painted as such. That's why it was yes. so vague, disinterested. And that's why Shams, who's not a CAA client, rolls out of bed, wipes the Doritos off his face, and goes, here's what's going actually going on. Yep. All right. Well, it's not the end of it. Uh, we'll find out more. But let's get back to It's Football Friday. Let's dive into some football. We got the Ducks and the Cougs unbeaten hosting the 15th-ranked team in the land. It'll be right here on The Fan tomorrow. Uh, we dive into that game next. Danny Dusty on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.